0: Hey, Defenders Podcast. Sorry, I have not been around, but I have been on some adventures. But anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about this episode. So I love this episode. It was so fun and all the fighting. And I want to be like, um, I think it's like the Bride of Nine Spiders is her name or whatever. Like, I want to be her. I would like to wear her bustier and her entire outfit. Um, the whole thing with Madame Gao knowing uh, Danny's father... That's interesting, since we all are supposed to assume that he was he like died in the plane crash. So did she know him before he died in the plane crash? Or did he somehow make it to Kunlun as well? Like I, I don't know. Pretty crazy. Um but considering the hand has such a hand in <laughs> the RAN Enterprises, I would think maybe he uh Madam Gow knew him like back in the day. So Hopefully we will hear more about that. I liked Danny fighting uh, and having his master like with him. At first, when I was watching it, I didn't—I don't think I really liked it. I was like, it just makes him seem like a crazy person. But the more I thought about it, the more um, I was kind of interested in at least kind of seeing seeing that aspect of where Danny came from and the way he was trained and the way he was like uh taught of how to think especially in fighting situations uh i don't i, I mean obviously we're supposed to agree that he should have saved uh who's her name sabina sabrina whatever the daughter's name is but at the same time i was like this whole show could have been over in this episode he could have just taken out, taken out the hand like right here right now and been done although uh, madam Gao she always has those powers as well. And she just like threw Danny off. No problem. So uh, I, I'm hoping we see him fight the hand, um, you know, like hardcore style versus like all these like little minion fighters. So yeah, Uh, I have not listened to last week's episode, but talking to Claire, I know she is not fond of Claire temple in this show. I think she's just still hating because of Luke Cage. (laughs) Uh, personally, uh, or also things that ha- happen in the future. And that's coloring her thoughts about Claire. I love Claire in the show. I think she's hilarious. Um, I don't actually think it's about me, me, me. Uh, considering how much she had experienced the hand and what it does in Daredevil. To me, it makes complete sense that she's an Iron Fist And that she has, you know, an important role, even if it's just to keep warning Danny, like you have to be careful, like you've never actually faced them. Sure, he's been training his whole life, but training is one thing. It's like a virtual reality game. He's been training, but he doesn't know anything really about them or what it's like to come up against them. That's completely different than just being in... Um, you know an area where you're just training so I think she's really helpful and um, I, I think she's funny and I actually like her a lot with Colleen and the way that they kind of I don't want to say argue but they don't always see eye to eye um, yet they still work together and I like seeing that so I say more Claire yeah that's right Claire I said more Claire all right I will be back next week, guys. Bye.
1: Welcome to the Defenders Podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire
2: i'm matt Matt, and then many crickets
1: (laughs) crickets crickets (laughs) because like last week tammy and mel are not here we've managed to keep matt i've kept on to matt i've basically chained him chained him to the podcast you're going nowhere matt nowhere
2: i hooked my chain onto a friend of mine
1: did you (laughs) oh you've got a replacement mel who is this replacement mel sitting beside you matt
3: uh my name's andrew i'm i'm I think I'm a replacement Mel. <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit of French. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have to do this this episode as as Mel. Do your best Mel impression. <laughs> what would Mel say at all times? <laughs>
3: uh, I'm just trying to... Uh, how would I say I love you, Matt, in French? <laughs> je
1: t'aime, je t'aime, Matt. She never tells me that. Aww. the <laughs> well, we have...
3: detest Matt? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it, that's it. Uh, we actually have two guests this week because our our guest um, was uh, down scheduled. Was Rebecca and it still is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> intro ever. I do apologise. It's alright. It's
4: making up for like, skipping out on Luke Cage.
1: So yes, yes, Rebecca skipped out on us for Luke Cage
4: because you overslept, I believe. I slept. Yeah. But
1: you're you're in the UK and we do record very late for us in the UK. So.
4: And about two hours before I normally start work.
1: So. <laughs> nah,
4: that's crazy. Yeah. And I've actually booked tomorrow off
1: work so I can have a light after recording this. Woo-hoo. Yay. But we we have two guests this week because Matt Matt basically messaged me and was like, hey, my friend wants to guest. And I was like, "You can guest tomorrow if he likes. <laughs> we have no no time with all mail. That's fine. So well, it's he, and
2: cool. I have, he and I have another podcast together. And I've mentioned that I do a Defenders podcast and he's a fan. And you requested to be on sometime, and I was Sweet. like, I think we're all full up, but we'll ask anyways.
1: <laughs> it's always <laughs> worth asking, because if we can get people on, then, you know, we I, lo- I love having guests on, particularly um, people we haven't had on before, because I always like chatting about the shows, you know, with, with other people. And yeah. welcome you to part of our Defenders' Fold, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so, uh, I've, I asked you a minute ago before we were recording, but you did mention that you've seen all the episodes,
3: Yep, I have watched them all. Um, It was a little bit quite some time ago, shortly after it came out. So uh, Matt said, do you want to be on episode six? And I was like, well, I'm going to go home and refresh myself on episode six. (laughs) Uh,
2: So I watched that last night. And uh, you're like, this series had episodes? (laughs) Yeah, I,
3: I binge watch it for the most part. And Matt and I were kind of talking before about the pros and cons of binge watching. And um, one of the major cons is I had no idea what happened in episode six. <laughs> I had to go back and, and watch it, but I it's, enjoyed watching it's it It's true. Again.
1: I, I can only remember like what happened in episode six because there was such a big thing um, before the show came out of like the critics uh, were only screened the first six episodes. And most of the critics said that this was their favorite episode. And also this is the one directed by um, RZA. Um, so it's kind of memorable as to what happened in it. But like the rest of the episodes coming up, I can very vaguely remember what happens in each one. Um, but speaking of binge watching, Rebecca and I, uh, we, we watched this on day of release, didn't we? In one go. We did. in
4: one go. <laughs> Communicating it so via strange. Skype. Wait
1: <laughs> for M&M trips
4: and food runs.
1: Yeah, yeah, that With was a, a long day. And there was a lot of messaging back and forth. I was saying last yeah. week, I think I was messaging a lot of shut up, Claire, about Claire
4: Temple. Oh, my and... God, like so much. And I, I think I mentioned Danny's trainers more than his healthy.
1: Oh, yes. There was a lot of focus on Danny's trainers and the fact that he is a, a puppy, uh, as we've yeah, mentioned before. Yes, cuddling.
0: we
4: were a lot of, yeah. Yeah. All this, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll all have got a sense of it from hearing Claire talk about it for the last five weeks. Like yeah. what we were discussing on, on But I was just thinking, hey, the Defenders will be a much easier binge watch day. It will. It'll it be a so short day,
1: ten hours. Yeah. <laughs> we, ten hours of television? Yeah, that's nothing. We've done yeah. thirteen yeah. <laughs> several times. Yeah, I think
2: most most of these shows didn't need to be thirteen episodes.
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's like we've discussed that before, and I I really think it will be interesting to see how the uh, the defenders with the ten episode format fits in with um or how how it seems compared to the the other shows of it's thirteen. Ten, I thought it was eight oh maybe it is a it might, might be, be a in my head i'm a terrible i'm a terrible host it might be no eight. not
4: at all i mean like i don't think they've talked about it recently i just somewhere in my head was like eight um it's so 60
1: I, in total I'm, but my maths is so bad i cannot oh work God, that I'm out <laughs>
5: but
4: like it would be also be interesting what the next set of contracts are because we know that that was their original contract was mm-hmm. produce each of these series running up to the defenders and we know they had to do we know everything was a bit rushed for Iron Fist because they had to get it done before yeah. they started on Defenders. We have no idea what the next set of contracts are, so there's every chance that others, the next shows can be shorter. I wonder um, if they would do
1: that, actually, because if they would have seen that they could tighten it up
4: a bit, you know? Maybe, cause I mean, if you think about Netflix's most successful stuff since, it's all mm-hmm. been, like, eight to ten episodes. Like, yeah, um, exactly. So maybe.
1: Uh, looking at my calculator, I could have said that I worked it out in my brain, but I didn't. Um, yeah, defenders will be eight episodes because we have a total of fifty-two episodes of uh, comprised of Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and it was sixty episodes in total. So yeah, it'll be eight episodes. So an even sh- that's like a working day. Yeah, can do yeah, that. That's like nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but also, when you were saying about the shorter series, I think maybe when we look at things like um, like Legion uh, recently, which was only I think. Eight episodes as well. Um, which was a really nice, tight little series. Um I wonder if they'll kind of, you know, think about that and uh maybe follow that format.
4: They may have to if the writer's straight hits.
1: Yeah, true. I think ten episodes would be kind of perfect, that sort of sweet spot, but we'll see. Um, cool. Uh, so this is usually where I talk about news And do you know what guys I didn't actually write down any news Because all I wrote down was Guardians of the Galaxy is tomorrow Oh my god I'm so excited
2: <laughs> I so... never open in the UK before here Like a lot of the you other You know movies?
4: what, in 15 minutes is the first showing <gasps> And oh, that's so exciting. Uh, that, there's a reason I'm not there Because you're here <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, Because your love for Iron Fist Outweighs your love it, for Guardians of the it Galaxy comes. And yeah. I'm,
4: going, I'm going after work
1: I'm, I'm going tomorrow right. as well. I think it opens over here sooner than in the States. Yeah, yeah we get America.
2: It next week?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. we. My wife and I actually, just before we came, got home. We stopped at the movie theater and uh, uh, booked our tickets for it. Oh, and nice. uh, we're going, there's like a Thursday pre screening. It comes out on Friday, and we're going Saturday uh, <laughs> afternoon ish. Um, I'm so excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> and Australia,
4: Australia got it on Monday. Oh wow! Uh, I, was,
3: I was trying to explain it to someone at work, and I'm like, it's like five people. One of them's a thief. One <laughs> of them's a raccoon. One of them's a tree. One of them's an alien, and one of them's like doesn't understand Just, anything. <laughs> um, he's like a different form of human, and she's looking at me. I'm like, like what are hilarious. you talking about?
1: <laughs> and then you it's, can say, and this is in the same universe as like the Punisher TV series, which blows yeah. my mind. The Punisher <laughs> exists in the same series, like universe. As Rocket
2: Raccoon, the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie was kind of like hailed as like a modern day just Star Wars kind of. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah so definitely. That's a good comparison. It's like, yeah. like
3: I that was one of the first movies where I stopped watching trailers for a bit for movies um, because like Batman, the Dark Knight, the spoil the trailer spoiled that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you knew he wasn't spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> you knew he was dead because they. Like Commissioner Gordon smashes the Bat Signal in the, yeah. the trailer, but he hadn't done that yet in the movie. Um, so I kind of steered away from trailers, and I went into Guardians of the
2: Galaxy completely blind. And man, it was fantastic. My wife oh, and I, I both
3: absolutely loved. I it. did th-
2: I did that going in blind for the Matrix. That was a mind fuck. Oh. <laughs> I
4: don't think I've seen the trailer for the Matrix before I saw that either. I, had I, just, zero I didn't really watch as many trailers then. So yeah, that, yeah, that was amazing i
1: think one of my favorite like like going in blind into a movie without knowing anything about it hardly apart from a very one-line premise was memento and i knew nothing oh. about it but i was just like oh this sounds interesting knew nothing about the film oh it was so good just seeing it like that i tend to follow yeah. films quite closely because i'm very interested in like the behind the scenes stuff as well so i tend to get spoiled a lot on movies which i usually don't mind but um yeah that was that was really nice That's such a great film as well. Actually, I do have one bit of news, which is quite... It's not really news, but it's an interesting thing I've seen being discussed. Because, again, I like seeing all you know, finding out about the the stuff going on behind the scenes in the movies. Um, There's been, like, a... a, It was brought up, I think, on... Or maybe comic book cast? I can't remember. Uh, But, basically, the Wonder Woman film... This is DC, but the Wonder Woman film is coming out in five weeks... When I heard yeah. that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that is like right around the corner. Um, but they were basically discussing the fact that for a film that's coming out in five weeks, there has been very little marketing. We've had trailers, but there's been no TV spots. And usually, easily around this time or before this, like a couple of months out, they would be doing all the adverts, like the banner adverts in the comics, that you know comic book collectors hate, and they would be really like <laughs> building up hype. for for it coming out. And there's apparently... I I don't read DC Comics, um, but apparently there's been, like, nothing. And um, a lot of people um, are getting worried about it.
4: They're doing a Steve Trevor one-shot.
1: Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing in the comics that I know about, um, (laughs) is that they've got... that's coming out around the same time as the film is a one-shot about Steve Trevor, which a lot of my friends are very excited about getting. Because apparently in the current Wonder Woman run, he... Often has reasons to take his shirt off. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. he's he's basically I, I, Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap, is he?
4: Well, I think he, he gets he's because he's a medic or whatever. He's often taking it off to make the bandages. Have to be shirtless. <laughs> he's often taking it off to be band. He they are in a wartime situation. I have no bandages. They will use my shirt. <laughs> I can't really complain because like when I went back to read some of the old um, Luke Cage comics, I was amazed at how often his shirt comes off
1: he's got to show off mm. that sweet brand
4: but it's like people like use fire you know he, he's getting it burnt off by fire and it's, <laughs> I yeah it's, iron fist doesn't do it as half as much as the cage but iron Fist does it oh man um but, you know.
1: i just thought that wonder woman thing was kind of interesting because i i i wonder if like dc are, are kind of nervous because um obviously the last three films haven't been received that well um, well, I, I, re- I really hope it. Wonder Woman's good. I really, I, I really want it to be good. Like that's one of the ones out of all of the the DC lineup that I really want to be great. And I love the setting and everything. So they're also crushed.
4: having um, a Wonder Woman Day. Uh, can't remember the date, but they are providing comic shops with like um, Wonder Woman bangles and headband things, like cardboard no. ones to give out. Matt, run, don't walk to your local comic book shop and wear that. <laughs> I want to see it. I want
1: a tiara. <laughs> I want a
5: That's tiara, wearing a tiara band, but I, yeah. don't have a, I, I don't have a comic shop in town. I don't
4: know if they'll do that. But um, You
1: have to come to have... uh, hang out at Raygun with me. Right? I, like, I do. Well,
2: they, shout they, out they to Raygun. They have something. So I have yeah. The uh, DC, DC, uh, anime, or DC Universe movies... They're, all they need to do to fix their movies, it's really simple, and it's very cheap, probably. Cause get rid of Zack Snyder? Well, that, that yes. But they need to hire <laughs> the people who wrote the Batman animated series and yes. the Justice League animated yes. series. Get them to write all your movies. They'll do it for cheaper, and they'll do it better.
4: <laughs> yes. Well, Jeff Johns is taking control of a lot of the overarching stuff, isn't it? And he, I think he had something to do with one of Oh, I'm not going to get into DC. I don't know at all.
2: <laughs> Just hire but. Paul Gini and you're good.
1: I, yes, I I've yes. really loved any of the DC animated films I've seen. And oh, even though I'm a Marvel fan, I want DC to be good as well. I want all the comic book films.
2: You need to watch the DC, uh, um, the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited series. They're really good. Okay.
4: I've just been watching Young Justice. that's
1: By the way, and, uh, like we do usually talk about Marvel. We don't always talk about DC. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only news
4: I can think of is that a few people have started to speculate that what happens if the writers strike and which of the Marvel shows it might hit.
1: Yeah, um, I've not read too much about that. There's um, a lot of
4: speculation that it might hit uh, the ones that that might be one of the reasons Luke Cage has gone into production already. Um, but to be honest, if the strike hits this week or next week or whenever they're going to vote on it,
2: who knows? Andrew, did you have a uh, thing to say about DC?
3: No, yeah, when uh, today when we were leaving the theatre, after we get our tickets for Guardians of the Galaxy, there was a Wonder Woman poster. I was like, oh, Wonder Woman, There's that movie's coming out at some point in time. And now that you're saying it's five weeks away, I had no clue. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. D, the whole DC thing's a bit of a mess yeah. but when you compare it to the Marvel. Um, Marvel has had two hiccups the entire time. They've had uh, Mark Ruffalo coming in as the Hulk and mm-hmm. someone else, uh, Edward Norton being the Hulk. Which I think, Mark thank Ruffalo goodness, though,
1: it, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: and yeah. Um, Dickhead there that was Iron Patriot in the first uh, in yeah. the first Iron Man movie, yeah, um, being replaced by Don Cheadle. Both of these are hiccups because they've had to replace someone, but I think both of them have been better mm-hmm. than the original. Um, but those are really the only two very minor hiccups that MCU's had compared to whatever DC's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I. I have zero interest in it, other than <laughs> other than Batman. Um, just the extent that like Marvel's gone to with making an Ant Man movie, who's this <laughs> such obscure yeah. comic book character that I really had never heard of, other than seeing in a couple comics that I might have read when I was a kid years ago. Um, they're just doing a much better job marketing the whole whole thing and tying it all together in a nice neat little bow. One
1: of the and I won't go into it. One of the spoilers I've heard about Guardians of the Galaxy two is is going into such obscure-ish characters like they're so confident like the confidence that Marvel has I just think is is great you know that they can go no totally we're going to do but it's been end like over a
4: oh lot yeah absolutely films. I, mean, like, I think I mean you know like I also want the two films to be amazing like I I I'll go see all of them I'll give them all my money but um I think maybe they just the, they feel that they're playing catch-up mm-hmm. because it's probably perceived that they're playing catch-up. But like, as all just said, the animated films blow any of Marvel's animated oh, stuff definitely. out. Oh, water. Um,
5: absolutely. Um, 100% so, uh. Yeah.
4: So um, I think there's... and So I think maybe they, they sort of rushed stuff and also not wanting it to do it the same way as Marvel did by doing character, 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 team. Yeah. Going straight in with team. Um, is always going to... I mean, you look... People criticise the Avengers for not as much because they had established them all, but there's a, there's an amount of exposition you have to do in any team film for anyone who hasn't seen the individual ones, mm-hmm. and like things like so Suicide Squad's obviously going to have that problem of you are going to have to spend about half an hour saying this is who this person is. This person is. There's just more elegant ways to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, they just need to have one good hit. And since everyone's been very, since all the sort of murmuring about Wonder Woman's very positive, it is a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, that they've not done a huge amount. Um, but five weeks is enough to, it maybe they want Guardians of the Galaxy out of the way before they do it.
1: That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's just because there's going to be so much focus on Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't, we'll see. I don't we'll know. see. What we'll happens. see. But thing, fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, anyway, we should get on to Iron Fist. Hmm. Although we don't have any shirtlessness in this episode, I don't think. So uh, this week, Matt and I we... aren't
3: wearing shirts right now. Well, ne-
1: neither am I, no, I or Rebecca. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my Ironfish shirt earlier, but I've taken it off my now.
4: Superhero pajamas. <laughs> oh, such a child. <laughs> oh, I know,
1: absolutely. I was wearing my Finding uh, Dory pajama bottoms earlier as well. Um, so this week, we are talking about episode six, Immortal Emerges from Cave. Uh, this was written by Dwayne Worrell and directed by RIZA. Really? So Tammy was very excited about this. Um, that's so excited she's not on this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so RZA from the Wu-Tang? It is. Yeah, yeah he directed nice. this. Yeah, that's it's the, awesome. Yeah, uh, Man with the Iron Fist, right? yeah and yet yeah stop doing the easter oh, yeah, eggs early sorry right. <laughs> it's all right
5: um
1: so description for this episode is danny receives an invitation like no other yeah because it's in a head uh colleen and claire face a difficult choice a worried joy confronts her brother these episode yeah. descriptions are really weird still um so we go into the episode and Danny is meditating on his sofa in his office. And this is when we first hear Lee Kun, the Thunderer, who's kind of telling him that there will always be forces against him and they are
4: everywhere. And that
1: then we get...
2: seems like a jerk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is a bit of a jerk. He just keeps popping up. Well, to
4: being be like, fair, maybe I? it's what Danny needs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he
4: needs whipping into shape i find it hard criticizing my thunderer your thunderer
1: oh we should yeah. say as well andrew rebecca is a huge iron fist fan i am so any questions about iron fist rebecca can answer <laughs> i'm just throwing well, you under the bus rebecca
2: oh, oh, no. <laughs> she created the character
1: she did yeah <laughs> but i kept
4: his shirt off
1: <laughs> <laughs> why why would you do that so this is when we meet the first of our our people that are going to be going up against Danny in this episode when we see this meat being butchered we meet the new Russian twins the new Russian brothers these aren't the Russian brothers from daredevil these are the new <laughs> Russian brothers uh, Andre and Grigory veznikov
2: and and when they feel threatened they won't stab you with a dirty knife they have to get out the clean knives for that exactly <laughs> I just thought it was funny they're like we gotta put down these knives that we've been using. It's some nice clean knives, so we can kill people.
1: <laughs> they don't attack Danny with clean knives. Earlier, they attack him with the ones with their blood on, because they do their weird little blood Yeah, thing. the
4: blood brother thingy.
1: Yeah. I, oh, I don't. We'll get to that anyway. Um, so, who do you think would win in a fight between these Russian brothers and the Russian brothers in Daredevil? Uh, these Russian brothers these get beaten quite quick. I'm going these ones. Yeah.
4: Really? that Gets the iron fist. Yeah.
1: Mind you, Anatoly did get his head removed yeah. by the kingpin in a car door. So
4: these one seems more like trained fighters. Yeah, true. maybe. yeah Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, oh,
1: we is...
2: can't. We can't. We can't say they though because apparently they're one person.
1: Right. Yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Spoilers, but not spoilers. Spoilers for my thoughts. But when they said we are one, when we're watching this, I think I even said this to you, Rebecca. I was expecting them to like jump together oh and become God. one like station in Bill and Ted's yeah. bogus journey. <laughs> that's
2: what that's what I thought too, you know. It's, it's just bullshit cheating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we all I just
4: think something weird was I just think something vaguely supernatural might have
2: if if cutting your hand is supernatural then maybe
4: why would they
1: cut their hand before a fight as well like
4: aren't you like they wanted to make that ring in the ground it's very important but they're
1: ruining (laughs) one of their weapons it's their
2: hands
4: they're not doing a fight and they're slowly
2: bleeding to death as they're fighting they're reducing their grip strength because their hands are all wet
3: yeah they could have brought anything (laughs) they could have brought anything Hey, can you grab the bag and mu- the bottle of mustard
4: on the way? <laughs> it's <in a> circle.
1: <laughs> yeah. They work in a club, like in a kitchen. They could have bought well, like, like some condiments. Yeah,
4: Bolt would have done nicely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they get the first message, which is this the most beautifully delivered message I've ever seen, like carved into yeah. wood in a little bowl on a purple <laughs> cushion.
5: <laughs> I was like,
1: this is really Very fancy. Cool. Um, Then we see the next person. So in the Department of Entomology, um, uh, this lady gets a message in Korean. Uh, She's just about to remove the poison, I guess, the venom from the spider. Uh, She loves her spiders. It would have been great if she was Jessica Drew. She was Spider Woman. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, And then in the next one, we get friend of the show, David Sakurai, Mm -hmm. who I interviewed a few weeks back. So, Matt, you can now listen to that interview if you like.
2: Hooray! Well, I don't
1: think there's spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. for any did other episodes.
2: Did you ask think. him why he didn't uh, attempt the high note on Take On Me? I
1: did, <laughs> and I will tell you, he, well, he basically, I mean, I can tell you a few things we learned from that interview. Um, by the way, David was, like, an absolute sweetheart to interview, um, so I gave him a little shout-out on Twitter today. But he said that originally it wasn't uh, this song, it wasn't Our Heart, it was by someone else, and I can't remember who he said. He didn't know the yeah, exact I- song, but he said it was a different band. And then they pick this, and which he said was perfect because he he grew up in uh, in Denmark, so of course like Aha was really big in Denmark, so he knew this song so well growing up. Um, but where yeah, just before he does the high note, that's when he was like, yeah, and I'm gonna now strangle the guy so I don't have to do the <laughs> high note in the microphone because <laughs> he wasn't sure he could reach it. Um, yeah, it I was love a that. fun
2: introduction though.
1: Oh, yeah, so fun. I, I said to him, You probably get like the best intro of any character in
2: the entire series. <laughs>
1: like, it's so cool. And I love the way he mocks the last guy when he's just singing to him before he kills him. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. It's great.
2: He deserves to come back, but it doesn't seem like he will. I don't know.
1: Well, I, I gave him a shout-out as well when when I spoke to him, because I was like, hey, so far, you, I mean, his character's pretty badass, and we'll get more into his character later, but he he survives the Iron Fist to his chest. Yeah, that's
5: pretty
4: He was wearing he,
2: body armour, though. He was wearing
4: body armour, but still. Yeah. Most, I mean, this is, this. you know, like, the Iron Fist does some pretty big shit. Yeah, we'll see
1: you later in the series. So, yeah, he survived that. So I was like, "Yeah, you, you're coming back, right?" He has to. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get the credits, and then we see that Ward is watching the video of of Danny apologising to the woman. He's looking a little bit, a little bit red-eyed, just a little bit, just a little bit, not as much as later. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah, he's and starting to get
1: the uh, red-eyed. I love cold turkey ward so much I, I think, I think
4: honestly, <laughs> this was the moment where the I love ward started
1: I think so yeah because it was like we were like oh ward whatever and then I think yeah. in our, in the our more
4: watch they're more broken and like like decrepit and like losing it, he got the more we loved him, and the more floppy
1: his hair, we were like, Oh, yeah. I love Ward. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's just like a sad puppy you want to take care of.
1: He's Pretty just much. like he's just so <laughs> much fun to watch. Like when he's just yeah. freaking out, oh, I love it. Um, he looks at his little drug stash, and he's just looking at the pills. There's no heroin in there. I think he took it.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Naughty. and yeah,
4: Well,
3: that's what the red he's eyes were from. Definitely yeah. for more.
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Want some of that sweet, sweet steel serpent heroin. Um, (laughs) I love that Joy comes in and just pours him like the tiniest coffee. She must, she must, it must be a tiny coffee because she's waving that mug around and it's not spinning. As though, here you go, (laughs) this will sort you out. Um, And of course he says that he threw his back out and that's why he's been on the tablets. And I love when he's throwing the tablets away. He's making such a big show and he's like... (laughs) (laughs) As he's throwing them in the the thing.
2: And she wasn't... She wasn't alarmed at all that how many like no she's just like no. pills he had
1: that was like 12 bowls or something
3: ridiculous <laughs> oh man maybe he has a real bad back who
2: knows yeah. <laughs> just stopped right up on those painkillers
3: yeah
1: I was like how how has he managed to get so many you know because like didn't he get uh, like an emergency one last time he ju- or he just got a refill I don't know yeah maybe I'm just thinking of the NHS they like stingy when giving me
4: Medication. Yeah, <laughs> I think where, where there's no sort of social like payment towards it, they're a bit freer.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, I have to pay for my medication as well, and they're still stingy.
4: Yeah, but the state pays part of it. Yeah, true. That is true. So, I mean, like, oh, oh my mother in law, who was a German, moved to America, was always like, ah, you know, like the German dentist might be great, but you go to America and you say, give me this, give me, and they're like, yeah, sure. Because like, <laughs> like, over here, they'll be like, we'll give you just as much as you need. And they're, they're like, take it, it's all be paid by your insurance,
1: whatever. Take all the drugs. Yeah. Um, Danny's at his desk in the next scene.
4: Maybe a computer, bless him. Oh,
1: what would he make? How, how, what would he think of a computer? He'd be like, this is witchcraft. Although I guess he used used
4: one, he had an iPod. Huh? He's probably just trying to work out how to open Word or something. (laughs) He's
2: like multitasking with a a tablet and a PC. I know, and I'm just just sitting there going,
4: like, he, he looked very technically savvy, which would match up with the comics. And then he's like, driving
2: um, later. I'm like, what? when did you get what, your license?
4: When he drived in the previous episode, I was like, oh, don't get in a car with a person who does not know how to drive.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's got a license, Matt. I think he's bought a car, but he doesn't
2: have a license. <laughs> okay, so where did he learn then? Who knows? I
1: That's think, doesn't a, he mention something like, I, I don't know if it's in a previous episode or... Maybe it's in one coming up, but it's it's a very minor spoiler. I think he mentions like he sat on his dad's lap and yeah, drove but that
5: the was car one.
4: Like Fifteen years ago. <laughs> and after all this like heavy training in you know can it's like you're not going to say oh I sat on his lap once. and
1: Now I can. Do <laughs> Did this. his dad teach him
2: all the traffic laws? Like you know. Look, I played the Micro
1: Machines race. video game. That means I can drive a car. That's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: in
4: like
3: driving simulation in, in all fairness to him though this is New York no one can actually drive
4: <laughs> it's <is> true
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe he's like that kid uh, I read about on the news the 8 year old who drove his, oh, who drove to his sister to, like, McDonald's. to McDonald's oh, and, and then he said he learned how to drive on YouTube
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah Danny learned to drive on YouTube definitely <laughs> yeah. oh man um so Danny's talking about the Radavan's kidnapped daughter, um, and he's looking a bit dishevelled. His shirt's all untucked and everything. And again, as always, I love Ward's reactions. He's just like not having any of it. He's just like whatever. Just get to the meeting.
3: <laughs> oh, I love it. Ward kind of gives off like a dad vibe a bit in that scene. I mm-hmm. found, and Danny's just like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my you know, I'm a real dad. He actually says that, doesn't he? Like after he
4: gets up and tucks his shirt in, he goes, "Whatever, Dad." and I'm
3: like (laughs) they both look so sloppy yeah Ward's all sweaty and gross (laughs) Danny's all untucked with his
1: trainers as well the white trainers Ward's probably thinking first of all don't call me dad but also don't call me dad because I'm thinking now of my dad and how he likes to beat me up and punch me in the face. don't say
5: the D word
3: (laughs) i got daddy issues (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: so he's talking about this meeting uh, but danny's like no we have to go and see these six warehouses <laughs>
4: <laughs> very important we're in a netflix show we have to get a warehouse well we would
1: we, i think we did uh, i did tease last week there was like yeah, a warehouse yeah. and then i was like oh there will be many more <laughs> so many yeah warehouses. netflix there'll be docks and warehouses in every single series <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. maybe
3: we'll look for warehouse number eight Yeah,
2: maybe. Inside reference between me and Andrew.
1: (laughs) I don't know what that means, but... That's from our other (laughs) podcast. Well, maybe they'll look for Warehouse 13. Isn't that like a sippy show, a sci-fi show? Yeah, Yes. I have no idea what it is.
3: Try a job driving a forklift. Maybe.
2: (laughs) We're just going to turn this into our other. That's podcast. fine. Let's
1: just go right. Me and Rebecca are going to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's time for our bed anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah. Shenmue three Andrew. <laughs> And
1: that's what's the Shenmue rude, podcast not. called?
2: That, that's rude. Let our guest answer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is my podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I see. The I other see.
2: podcast is called the Shenmue AM2 podcast. There you go. Plug. Plug, plug. plug, 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 early
1: plug. I, I look. I always get to let Matt plug it at the end as well. Anyway. I'm very, I'm very kind. I'm very generous.
2: Yeah, we just thought we'd cram it in here. That's fine.
1: Uh, Matt, what did you think of Danny Rand's sweet new Aston Martin?
2: Uh, I was like, is that really your character? Is that what you care about? Like,
1: I think I he, I think he's such a, a puppy that he was like, ah, oh, I want to get a super fast car. I want to get a cool car, so I will get the one that James
4: Bond drives. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> well, I think he went. War's James Bond tribe. I want one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But do you
2: think the monks would teach him about, you know, not...
4: To be fair, in the comics, um, there's a bit where he's meditating uh, opposite Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is giving him all this advice about him and Luke and stuff like that. And then Danny's like going, "Uh, I think I'll buy a Lamborghini. Uh. (laughs) And so so, says to Doctor Strange, do you want one? And uh, Strange is like, Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love this. So it's also Strange. I just imagine him being yeah. like, "No, no, of course, I, I'm the sorcerer." Actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I get
5: me one
3: Doctor no. Strange does love his
1: cars. Does. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe. I want to see Doctor Strange. They're setting interact up with...
3: a new Fast and the Furious movie between the two of them.
1: <gasps> <Yeah>. Oh.
3: <laughs> Crossover.
1: That would be amazing. That would be no, great. Very funny. Just all the uh, the Marvel rich billionaires. Doing yeah, yeah, driving. Tony so would be there Black Panthers well. there. Mhm. T'Challa. Ah, that new girl.
4: You see, got four of them already. Tony, T'Challa, Strange, and Iron uh, yeah, Danny. Danny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. That'd and Jessica
4: awesome. could probably steal a car. <laughs> She'd totally steal <laughs> uh, a car. She'd probably be pretty good at the.
1: I think Rocket. Track. Rocket might steal a car. There you go. He'd Rocket hotwire a play. car. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like wacky races. Oh, it'd be brilliant. Oh yeah. Why can't they make a video game of this, like Mario Kart, but it's like Marvel Kart? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Claire is tending to Radavan, um, and she wants to take him to the hospital, but Colleen's more, uh, wants to wait for Danny, cause she's worried about his daughter. Uh, that's kind of a short scene, nothing else really happens. Um, there's a lot of that in this episode, it's just Colleen and Claire being like, I want to take him to the hospital, no.
5: Yeah.
1: End of scene. Uh, so Danny and Ward arrive at warehouse four, um, Ward's kind of freaking out a bit and they see the Rand's truck and then they open it and there's the head of the chemist on a spike (laughs) and Ward is not happy.
2: So was he looking for the girl? Uh, yeah, well, he
1: thought that they would be, um, channeling like the heroin through one of the warehouses that were owned by Rand, I think. And this was the six addresses that Megan gave him. So he's looking for any
2: lead and then he... He's being
4: detective Danny.
2: Yeah, exactly. this is the same truck he bust out of before, right? Yeah, yeah. it is, because it still has Why would he think the girl was there? <laughs> she wasn't I, there before. No, I think
4: he's
1: thinking that this would lead him to whoever I'm is, like, dealing, sorting out the drugs, so he could maybe get some info from them to lead okay. him to the girl, I think. But obviously, the hand were, like, one step ahead of him, and they were like, well, we're just going to leave you this head instead, with a little message in the mouth. It's so gross. Um... So then, Danny heads straight back to Colleen's, and Claire says that Radavan is dying. Um, and then we find out some info about this duel. It's called the Dead Day Zan. I probably terribly mispronounced that. The grand duel, uh, the best fighters against Danny. It's going to be at sundown. He used to do this in Kunlun, um, but he's never fought against the Hand. And Colleen is freaking out. Yeah. Hmm, Rebecca. Hmm. Yeah. She loves him. Yeah. I think it, it was around this point as well in the episodes, we were like, they better not in, end up together.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, were. we were so like, nah, come on, stop it, stop it. He's got to wait for Missy. Stop
1: it. Get away, f- step away from the Virgin, Colleen.
4: <laughs> I can't believe you. Yes, that, was, that, that may have been a phrase that came up in conversation. Yes,
1: <laughs> step away from the Virgin. Aw. Um... So, Colleen wants. Uh, sorry, Claire wants to call the police, and but Colleen just wants to go. Yeah. you think Claire would be knowing not to call the police, seeing as like every single police officer in, in like Hell's Kitchen, in Manhattan, apparently, yeah. apart from Brett Mahoney, she is crooked. Them,
5: like,
4: uh, in with some police officers, and but I guess as a, as a medical member of staff, she's probably got a duty to yeah. try and save some life. Blah, blah, she should blah. call up.
1: Um, she should call up Foggy, and then Foggy yeah. could buy some cigars, and then he could bribe Brett Mahoney again. Right, exactly. So there you go. She
4: has, she has connections that she doesn't use
1: at all, yeah. Um, exactly. So, Colleen and Claire have no idea what the Iron Fist is, which I love their reaction when he's like, oh, yeah. I'm the Iron Fist, and they're like, what the hell?
2: What are you on about?" Why doesn't he just show them? Why doesn't it be like, hey, look at my hand?
3: Look
1: <laughs> at my glowy hand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he just does, like, he's just kind of like, I'm the Iron Fist, and... That's
4: it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess not. I guess he's not used to people not knowing what it is, but also should be. Um, I don't know. I don't know originally in the comics, it took it took a little bit of charging to get the Iron Fist, and it was a it was a bit of a drain of energy, or cheat. So maybe they're going for that, or maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just not a show.
1: I would love one of them. Like he's like I'm the Iron Fist. I'd love one of them to reply, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> Uh, also, I have a weird note here. This is about where in the show I noticed that Finn Jones doesn't have any earlobes. <laughs> I, I noticed like,
2: that in the previous episode. Did you? He doesn't have yeah. earlobes.
1: I have really uh, big earlobes. I've got like uh, two piercings in each one. And there's plenty of room <laughs> left over. So I was like...
2: I know lots of people who don't have earlobes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's
1: interesting. Ears are interesting. But yeah, that was my note from this scene was, hmm, Finn Jones has no earlobes. <laughs> um, it's important. Absolutely. Danny thinks it's his destiny to fight the hands, because obviously he's been training for this his whole life. Uh, In the next scene, we get freaking out Ward, and I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So good.
2: Is he bleeding from his eyes?
1: (laughs) He looks like he's he's about to start bleeding from his eyes. (laughs) As I've just done a drawing based on the movie Let the Right One In, uh, with Uh, the girl bleeding out of her eyes, I think Ward might be a vampire and no one has invited him (laughs) in, (laughs) and now he's bleeding out of every orifice.
2: Um oh, bless them. Is this the scene where they mention that the view that the video of uh, Danny has more views than videos of the Hulk?
1: No, that's later. That's Wayne that says that. I was like rubbish.
2: Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. like oh shit.
1: <laughs> I was like it's the big green monster like running around doing stuff. And I imagine like, I like to imagine that's the video of the Hulk um like from Age of Ultron because that's like the first oh, really? time yeah, because isn't that like the first time he's really captured
4: on video and know, it goes I, I,
1: viral? I think.
4: I don't know. They're very hazy about the actual Ed Norton Hulk, because I always assume that Hulk references are to where he destroyed
5: Harlem.
1: That's true. Uh, I, I just feel like, because I'm sure know. in like Age of Ultron, he says now the world has seen the Hulk, because that's yeah, when it went viral. It and then he's kind of gone into hiding since then. So yeah. I was like, way more people are watching that than... Yeah. This woman like, going up to this, this guy. Coming, yeah. 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 It's the Hulk. Um, but yeah, I think that's later because they, they're talking about it uh, in the meeting. Uh, Ward's got blood on his shirt cuff. How did he yeah, get
4: was
3: blood quite on his shirt
1: Lady
4: Macbeth moment. Yeah. I what, yeah. How did
1: he get the blood on his
3: shirt cuff? Or is he just no, imagining it? the head in the truck, wasn't it? Did he touch it? He must have touched it.
1: Maybe him and Danny had kicked it around for a bit after the scene. <laughs> <cut>. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was a, a Lady Macbeth
4: moment. of Yeah, scene. that
2: would be cool. I just, I thought he wiped his face and like in his eyeballs left blood on his <laughs>
4: sleeve.
1: <laughs> he's, so, he's going through so much up, like cold turkey, his eyes are bleeding. Yeah.
3: In this scene, did you guys notice how much booze is on that cart in his office? No. <laughs> oh,
5: booze!
4: Really? I was like, oh my god, if you can't get the drugs, look at how much alcohol you have.
3: Literally, like, there's a bottle of everything on that cart.
4: Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is more than any office needs. <laughs> it's
1: not more than Ward needs.
4: More than, like, there was so much alcohol. <laughs> I wish I'd seen it. I mean, like I thought that Joy's stash of M and M's was weird in an office, <laughs> but, but I don't
5: know.
1: Ward stashing drugs and drink. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I mean,
4: that
2: was a lot of M and M's.
1: Something else. <laughs> so <laughs> many M and
2: she had a specific cabinet for m
1: See, I wasn't that impressed by Joy, Joy's m M&M m stash, because as I said in the episode, I've seen Tammy's stash of sweets at her old office. That was like an entire like cabinet full of giant jars of sweets for the I entire know, office. I know, but
4: look at Joy. She's like one inch across or something.
1: I know, but remember the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they opened the door to the chocolate <laughs> room? That's like what it was when Tammy opened the door to Trust his cabinet. It was a, it was just like oh my god so many sweets and chocolate mm. um, so yeah Ward is like freaking out looking for his drugs he calls Megan but maintenance have always already emptied the bin and his hair's going crazy and he's got red eyes <laughs> and he's freaking out and I love it I love it so much <laughs> <I love> it. <sighs> so this is when they go to the meeting with Wayne I think this is where he mentions the YouTube views I think. Mm. Oh, and he quotes uh, Harold Meacham in saying, find fruit in failure.
3: Uh, do you guys have the show uh, Family Matters across uh, the pond?
1: I think so, but I would not be able to tell you like anything yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't it. really
2: know. I, think...
1: I, I kind of like, as soon as you said that, all I was, was thinking of was Modern Family.
2: It's Steve Urkel.
3: The one with Steve Urkel. Oh, so
1: this is an old one. Oh, I've heard of Steve Urkel, yeah.
3: He, uh, Wayne looks just like Reginald Bell Johnson, the dad from that show. Oh, really?
1: <laughs>
5: like,
3: <one of> my <laughs> and I, the first time we watched we were both like, is that Carl Winslow? Oh,
1: oh I know Carl Winslow. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that would be great. Um, what happens next? Oh, Danny is in the dojo, and he's practicing his tai chi, wearing all black, and yeah. Colleen wants to help. She's like, I want to help. I love you. Yeah. I want to be your first, Danny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um and he says he has a vision of victory i wrote in my notes this is what matt says to himself every time before he plays a video game i have a vision of total victory and nothing else
5: <laughs> yeah is
4: that
1: what
2: it you do matt
4: really
5: like...
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> is this where he says there's something about confidence what was it what was the exact thing
1: um, it was like Don't, oh she says you're you're confident or, so, or you're so confident and he, he says
2: um it's the opposite of doubt or something yeah
1: well he's basically saying like doubt leads to death is the whole thing yeah. throughout the episode
2: anyways my note is like the opposite of if it's the opposite of doubt it's confidence <laughs> like, <laughs> it is what they're saying it is that is that's is true <laughs> i was just
1: waiting for them to go into fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads yeah, to yeah. the dark side
4: <laughs> It would have been funny if somebody had said that back to him. Yeah. But Colleen would been like, I know what you're going to say,
1: you know. Particularly like Madame gals like all over the dark force or the, you know, yeah, the dark yeah. side later on in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Danny asks Lee Kung to tell him the legend of the Iron Fist again to give him courage, and so he does. Uh, and He's this a is...
4: lovely voice. Can we just oh, say yeah. it? Oh,
1: voice? David Sakurai said that as well in the interview. He was like, mm. Oh my god, this guy was like. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the actor later. But he said, you know, this guy was awesome and what a great voice he has. And he is like I was like I want to like have him reading like a spoken yeah. word thing. Just listen to it, it'd be awesome.
2: Is that is that why he's uh, uh called the Thunderer? Because of his voice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not traditionally. <laughs> why is he
2: called the
1: Thunderer, Rebecca?
4: I think it's just I think honestly it's just that's the title. I don't know if I've it, ever really explained problems. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's ever really explained why. Um, I certainly know that um, Luke uh, refers to the title of Thunderman at one point. (laughs) But that's a
3: a much more recent addition. I think they Um, made a mistake. I think they should have had Morgan Freeman play that guy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He also has a nice voice.
3: They would have soothed mind. you yeah. to
4: sleep if he's, he was I think they needed. I think they needed to have some Asian representation. Mm-hmm.
3: Danny?
5: Whoa! Get 11. get. <laughs> <of Johnny>. <laughs> 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 that would
1: have been great. Yeah. Uh, um, I would love Morgan Freeman to show up in a Marvel film. I don't know who he could be. I'd want him to be like a bad guy, though, you know?
4: Yeah, me too. Like,
1: instead of some wise dude. I love Mar- Morgan Freeman playing bad guys.
2: I want, I want Morgan Freeman to be Modoc. <laughs> In his little and
1: chair.
4: not someone I usually imagine would have a nice... <laughs> thing, yeah.
1: I was thinking Bullseye, but Modoc is so much better.
4: <laughs>
1: well, he would be a very old Bullseye. <laughs> he would be a very old Bullseye. He'd be like, Bullseye, all oh, my knees.
2: <laughs> um, so I can
5: still sit straight.
2: Um, I'm to Photoshop Morgan Freeman's head onto oh, M.O.D.O.K. Oh, please do. Please do <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Please do
5: <laughs>
1: Uh, I think I just want Bullseye to show up. I just really want yeah, Bullseye. I, yeah, yeah. Um, So this is kind of interesting detail because uh, Lee Kung says to Danny that he has yet to face his most cunning opponent. And Danny says, oh, the hand? And Lee Kung says, no. Uh, so who That's do you no. think is his most cunning Claire. opponent, Matt? It's what? Claire interrupts him. Oh, yes, Claire does interrupt, as she usually does in this show. Ugh.
5: So yes, go back to Uh cunning.
1: Yeah, Matt. Who is the most cunning opponent of the Iron Fist? Uh,
2: The Rubber Foot. I don't know.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, the Rubber Foot. Uh, (laughs) So meanwhile, Radovan, he's he's still dying. Um, He calls for Sabina. He removes his bandage. (laughs) You're right. Are you dying as well? Don't die, eh? Hey, don't die. (laughs) Um, Radovan thinks that uh, Colleen is Sabina so he's talking to her and she's keeping him calm although she's not happy about it and then he passes out so yeah that's still going on Uh, anyway back to the more exciting (laughs) plotline Danny arrives at the address and it's so pretty and there's like like props to um, I want to find out if this was a set or a location but like with these pink lanterns and the blossom trees it's so pretty beautiful if this is a set uh, I'm going like, to, again, shout out to Lauren Weeks, production designer and friend of the show. Uh, Laura, I, I've already said to him on Twitter, when I become a supervillain, I want Lauren Weeks to design my supervillain lair. But also, <laughs> if I ever have to go and do like a fight for my life, I want Lauren Weeks to like design the temple where I go and do that. Because it's so yeah. pretty, this little building. Um, and the doors magically open and close, like in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so many things.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so Danny accepts a challenge on the condition that if he wins, they release Sabina. And then Madame Gow arrives and says that her, I, mu-
2: her, what, what, what? And he, and he says they also have to leave Rand. I'm like, why not get them to leave New York?
1: Why didn't they get them to leave the planet?
2: Well, Yeah.
3: Well,
1: maybe that was you knew, that was quite stuff. a big arc. <laughs> 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 You up the long baby, to Long Island. <laughs> yeah, I moved to Jersey. I <laughs> 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 win, you moved to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Still there. No! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Madam Gow says that her master agrees to the terms. And I remember me and you, Rebecca, were like, what?
4: what? <laughs> <And> <laughs> Who the hell is Madam Gow's master? certainly one of the most because he... You you just assume that she's set up to be some. She, we've only seen her in charge of things. Yeah. So for her to talk, start talking about master, really like blew my obviously eye.
2: we know who the master is
4: the,
1: the the vampire from Buffy season one.
2: Well, yeah, that. But also Sigourney Weaver,
1: Alec- Alexandra. Wow, well, mm, maybe maybe.
2: Do you know who I think the master
3: is? Who Danny's uh, greatest opponent. <gasps> Rubberfoot? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Master Rubberfoot.
5: I <laughs> think I tied that together,
1: man. Master Rubberfoot, the greatest villain that Iron Fist has yet to face.
3: Can we talk about the there is the rules of this tournament or whatever we want to call it? Mm-hmm. Uh they did not make a lick of sense. So uh Madame Gao says if you lose but so Danny goes in thinking he's not coming out alive if he loses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then she says, if you lose but remain alive, you have to leave the hand alone, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the next room, which Madame Gao is also in, to fight the Russians. And they're like, this is a fight to the death. But then immediately contradict that by saying, oh, or if you go outside the circle, you also lose, which has <laughs> nothing to do with death whatsoever. Um, and then uh, they try to kill him. And then one of them just crawls out of the circle uh, yeah. to stay alive, even though he said it was a fight to the death. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Love, I love how he scoots out.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just <good clears throat> cowards, the both of them. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they also, have no honour. Can we talk about the, um, the little ritual? Like, that's the lamest ritual I've ever seen. Let's just, let's just wash our hands.
4: Oh, I thought it was nice. I like the washing hands, but the rest of the stuff was all very whatever.
1: I find all this <laughs> stuff very, like... I don't know. I find it very relaxing, like the little rituals they do. Like, um, Yeah. Like, I remember in Daredevil Season 2, I think, the scene where Electra's going to go and attack Stick, and then Stick does his whole little ritual of sharpening his sword, sharpening his katana, mm. and he gets the little stone out, and he's doing all this. And I find all that kind of stuff really relaxing to watch, so I found this relaxing. And, like, I've seen people as well um, uh, who shop at my my store that I work at, the art shop, where they use the Chinese inks and you have to grind them on the stone and with water, mm-hmm. and it's really relaxing. I love all this stuff, but yeah, I mean they're not really washing their hands. There's no soap or anything. No, <laughs> they just kind of pour the water through their hands three times and then dry them.
4: It's kind of what you do, um, mm. like when you are oh, I'm not even going to go into this. When you go to like a Jewish cemetery, you have to mm-hmm. wash your hands, and that's how you do it, like three it's bad times. Each hour. No, but that's, <laughs> no, that's it, it is a ceremonial hand washing type thing.
1: Yeah. I think they do it in paganism as well.
4: Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of uh, incidents of it, because all all these things tend to have similar origins.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing at what Matt, That's something Matt's working on here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You broke him, you broke him, Matt.
2: You'll, you'll see it soon.
1: Oh, oh, is this the Photoshop?
2: Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, the first room we go into, and obviously we're we're fighting in a warehouse again because <laughs> we do a lot, but they try and make each room look interesting. And the first one's like with these palettes that have been painted red, and these two brothers are waiting and they're mocking him and saying that he's a runaway because he left his post. And then they do the silly thing of cutting their hands. And it's like, what are you doing? You're going to need your hands to fight. So, yeah. What did you think of this fight? Oh, this was in... Was this in the trailer? I can't remember, Rebecca. I think it was, wasn't it? Uh,
4: I think there was, like, hints of it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there were bits of, of a lot of these fights in the trailer. But they were, it was very flash, flash, flash. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really know what was going on and who he was fighting and what he was doing. I mean, I, I, th- I thought this one was a little bit of a... Nah. Yeah, fight i think all right, uh, the three, yeah.
1: this one i mean there was the second one isn't really a fight i think the third one's great
4: they didn't seem to have any particular skills i mean like you know like you're kind of expecting oh this will be where some of the superhero stuff kicks in mm-hmm. and like you're right i mean they're just we're just thinking of them as the russian brothers or in my head the russo brothers <laughs> I just, like, that, was, that was a little uh little nod to but the, you know they don't appear to come from the comics as far as anyone knows they're just random goons and you're thinking all oh, right the hands just starting off with some goons yeah it seems like should they not be trying to win this tournament the, the, um, there should be
1: so many other makes, characters that they could have used instead it of it makes
4: guys. so much sense narratively to have it going harder to harder mm-hmm. but um, they, they just seem to start off with this eh you know and and the actual short bit of fighting we get I thought was fine I mean I'm no expert. But it's just like, it just was over quickly. There was no real threat of it being a fight to the death. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that's why it's easy to sort of dismiss this one as by far the least interesting of the fights.
1: Yeah. I think this is my favourite setting out of the fights. I like the red yeah. of the palettes and the circle and the blood. But yeah, it's just
4: a bit like, uh, yeah, he's going to get rid of the zoo Russians. And I think I looked it up and there's like the kanji on the wall. I oh think yeah, Angie for warrior. Oh nice. I think like nobody, <clears throat> but from from what I could tell and and see from it is that's the Kanji on the wall behind them.
1: Sweet, uh, Madame Gals just
4: watching from the top, uh, and, and uh, we get the Le Kung narration with little bits of help. Yeah, he's like be a double-edged sword, and Danny's like, oh, I can hit two people at once.
1: All oh, right, that's then. what that means. Okay. Okay. If I can make <laughs> And then he rips his sleeve off to make a bandage. So this is when he should have got shirtless by the end. Like, don't you guys think? Like, every fight, he just rips another bit of his shirt off.
3: He's kind of being a medic towards himself, isn't he?
4: Right? And here we go. back in. medics having to take their shirts off. Off.
3: It's Danny. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's like, oh, no, I cut this bit. I better take my shirt off. Um, So, meanwhile, Claire and Colleen take Radovan to the hospital... And Claire's like, hey, can we, like, not do his ID and prints, whatever. And then we get a reappearance of Shirley, which I was excited about. Because I was like, yay, I love it when characters appear again. Yeah. Um, and they put him she to the head of the shoot. queue, but obviously she has bad intentions. We find out. Then we go to the next challenge, <coughs> where we're in chain links and hanging sheets. You could almost say this looks web-like, guys.
5: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And then a foxy lady appears in a outfit I may have worn in my clubbing days back in the day.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, She is she's a complete rip off of Jury from Street Fighter.
1: Who's Jury in Street Fighter?
2: I just gave you photos.
1: Oh, thanks. You're so well prepared. (laughs) Does she have like spider powers?
2: She has a spider design on her back, and she has similar hair.
4: Well, she's also directly taken from Immortal Iron Fist comics. Yeah. Well, she's one of the like they
1: were a relatively recent comic, though, wasn't it? It was, like, 2007?
5: Yeah.
1: So they might have been inspired by Street Fighter. Is she, like, yeah. a classic Street Fighter character?
2: No, she was probably made in, like, 2010-ish. Ah.
1: So, actually, they ripped her off of Bride of Dance well, Spider. Mm.
4: <laughs> well, I think if you're going to have a Spider-themed person, then chances are you're going to have similar...
1: I like her outfit. Like, with big, yeah, like, big yeah. MC Hammer pants.
2: They're both yeah, they're, Korean yeah. though.
1: Are they? Yeah. Well, the she's comics, not Korean um, in the comics. Yeah, in the yeah.
2: comics she's from Nepal. Oh, well, they changed her to Korean so she could be a copy of Jerry. <gasps> okay, they didn't want to touch the Nepal
1: connection. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I like her yeah. hair as well. It's kind of um, a bit Princess Amadala, isn't it?
5: Yeah.
1: yeah. One of those impossible, gravity defying hair, yeah. hairstyles. Um, so, Danny is shocked that she's a woman. <laughs>
4: hey, Danny. To be a
2: sexist. A woman? You're a woman!
4: <laughs> as, as Connor mentioned last week, Kunlun is not known for its feminism. Yeah.
1: So. He must have fought. Has he not fought women before?
4: Well, possibly fought, not. Well, I mean, he knows not Colleen's he. a fighter. Yeah, yeah, and he seems to respect that she's a fighter, so he's not like uh, ridiculously like, oh my god, you shouldn't be doing this. Um, but I don't know if he'd have fought them before, because, I mean, like, I don't even know when he makes the reference to what he's been doing since good mm. But, like, um, yeah, I, I you know, I, maybe not, anyway. But you're right, there's a definite sense of surprise there. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe he expects her to be dressed to fight, not, like, you know, seduce. <laughs>
3: True. Who knows? She you know what's really oh, God. cracking up about this scene? Is kind of Danny... Being, still being a bit of a kid, when she's like, "I can sense your fear," and he's just like, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah,
4: he certainly doesn't react like she, how she's fully expecting.
3: Yeah, you. exactly. And he just says it so fast. No, oh don't. my god, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I might send. I'm going to put this on Twitter. I have to send this to Marvel and be like, "Look, guys." <laughs> Yeah. Sort it out. Oh, Perfect that
2: casting. is
1: that is a beautiful, beautiful thing, Matt. Thank you so much for that.
5: <laughs> Very well done, Look at his little
2: Mor- arms. Morgan organism designed only for killing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Brad will love that as well. That's amazing. <clears throat> oh my god, <laughs> I'm just staring at that now. <laughs> back back the
4: so, Spider Woman.
1: Not Spider Woman. Not Spider Woman. So. This is where Danny is also thinking with little Danny a bit too much. Because she's like, oh, kiss me or whatever. And he's like, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, while I was doing that Photoshop, I, I, I missed one of my notes, which is those two Russian guys who are, uh, they're like, we are one. And then they cut their hands slightly out of sync. <laughs> they, look, they tried to make it look like one smooth move. They They've together. been
4: practicing for years.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they've been practicing doing synchronized ones you know like, yeah, like okay yeah. when he comes and in this like, is what we're gonna do But it
5: really
4: matters. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the pressure was too much <laughs> like, yeah. shit we rehearsed so much we got these scars in our hands
1: yeah. oh no
2: um oh also stunt Danny has like a bigger fro than he does <laughs>
1: than... I noticed yeah. that in this episode as
2: well when he was fighting the brothers
1: I was like oh you can tell when it's stunt Danny or Stanny <laughs> Stanny yeah yeah,
5: uh,
1: yeah he has a, he has a bigger fro <laughs> I think that's like you can tell sometimes as well when it's Chris Brewster instead of Charlie Cox because they obviously have like a wig or something on him and it's bigger, bigger hair than Charlie Cox's hair.
5: Mm.
1: I should have asked him. Um, So this is where she's saying that he hides behind the mask of Danny Rand. So this is all like through the episode, this whole theme of Danny Rand versus Iron Fist. Um, I love the sound effect when he's like when she's like put the needles in his neck and her voice goes all weird. It's so creepy. It's so weird. I love it. Uh, And Danny is quite sensible because he calms his heart. He slows his heart down to slow the poison. But, like, he never is given an antidote or anything. Does he burn the poison out of him?
2: He's just like, I'm going to decide. This poison's not affecting me.
1: I didn't get that. Like, like, I don't think I don't remember us commenting on this the first time, Rebecca. But did like, did you notice anything of how he does stuff? Because we
4: find out... No, but, that... like, uh, but we do know that, I mean, like, in the comics he can heal the Chi. Yes. they
2: so, haven't um, established that in this yet.
4: No, Well, I don't know if they ever do, but, like, um, it's kind of, I guess you just, yeah, I, I think it's one of the, you just think, oh, well, he's somehow seemed to burn it out of himself, but, or slowing his heart rate helped. I don't know. I, I thought that was a bit kind of, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't seem to affect him going into the third fight, which is kind of what you'd expect. That like, even if he gets out of this one all right, that there'd still be some. And we know when he was all drugged up in the mental institution that, that affected his, um, his the Iron Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: Well, so, after this like, one as well, he's his kind his of staggering. Didn't burn off that so...
1: Well, also there's this weird shock because like Danny, st- well Danny starts crying, and this is when Li Lee- Kung's telling him to banish grief as it's a weakness. And he's like, I hear you crying at night, your little wimp. Um, ah. <laughs> crying about your poor dead mummy and daddy um, and uh, Li Kung tells him to the choice reveals who he is and this is when we get this shot that was in the trailer of Danny kind of like clenching his, his fists and the lights above him explode and I was like
5: yeah.
1: did did he explode those with his mind <laughs> Cause that's why I was like, like, but he's not got the iron fist at this point, so I was like, no,
4: it's probably just an atmospheric one. But it's just like, I mean, it's certainly, least, I guess, some of these narrations are at least giving us an insight into how his upbringing might not have been particularly charming in Gondor. Yes, yeah, um, and that he was still suffering from having lost his parents. But um, yeah, I, I didn't get. I thought that was just an atmospheric
1: We thing. also know that he was beaten with sticks
4: because
1: yeah. he, when he was growing up in Cundlin.
2: He scared the shit out of those lights and they blew each other. <laughs> yeah.
4: They're like, we're out of here. He, transfer, <laughs> he transferred all the poison into the light. Yeah, he he did. Oh, those poor lights. And they were just like, ah.
1: Those lights had families. <laughs>
4: um,
1: They're
3: going to they, go work for Foot now. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> They're going to plot to take him down. Um, and then he defeats yeah, that's her that's pretty good. easily. <laughs> She kind of, like, after he does that, she's I, she must be a bit scared as well, because she kind of loses, like, her composure, and instead she just kind of yeah. runs towards him with a knife, like, rah, I'm going to
4: stab you. And it's like... Ah, kicking him Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like...
4: So I, think we, I think we should bring in the comics here a little bit, because, like... Yeah, go for it. The, the character she's based on in the comics is called the Bride of Nine Spiders. I'm looking uh, at And the, the design is definitely based on that. She's yeah. another immortal weapon... <laughs> Uh, she fights in a tournament. All these things are pointing it to to it being her. But this is someone with the same power levels as the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. So the chances of... I, I would like very much to think that they've just taken a design they liked, possibly taken a title they liked, and transferred it into here, but not actually kept that character as such. Because this woman does not seem to have massive power sets. There are a lot of people who are a bit disappointed. I, I, think, I think that's the problem. I think, like... I, I think throughout the series, you see it quite a lot. They've taken yeah. a lot of things that look like the comics and put them in somewhere where it isn't quite the same as the comics. And people coming at it from the comics or looking it up. And, and Immortal Iron Fist is the place everyone will tell you to start if you're coming yeah. to Iron Fist, new. So it, because it establishes all this great mythology. Um, but it seems to me that they've just taken it because it looks good and mm. that we should not get to... Because they could still come back and bring in these other immortal weapons in the future and i doubt very much the same woman or or maybe it will and we'll suddenly see her maybe she's not maybe there's a reason if they are using the same one that she's not using her powers now but i mean she defeats some pretty high up people in the you know she doesn't fight um danny but um you would not expect her to lose a fight this quickly against him let's put it that way so i you know but I, I just wish everyone watching it to not get too tied up into how the look has been taken from her. She could be one of her acolytes, you know, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Well, she has a name in the subtitles, uh, which is yeah. weird, because in the subtitles, I think they call her Alyssa. Alessa. Yeah. And I remember they, like, saying <clears throat> to you, I think Rebecca saying, is that from the comics? But it's not. Like, in the comics, she has no... Her real name is not not known.
4: Given and not really known about. So it's about, kind of yeah. weird because
1: that's not her name on IMDb. On IMDb, no. she's just called Bride of Nine Spiders.
4: But as we know, IMDb is not always accurate. So, so I mean, the, the look is directly taken from the Bride of Nine Spiders. But yeah. Nothing else. She really does because she tends to actually summon spiders and stuff rather than using these poison needles. So maybe she's
1: like I- Ant Man's greatest greatest villain because she <laughs> <Yeah>. controls
4: spiders.
1: <laughs> he controls ants. Yeah. Yeah. They could go against each other. But I
4: thought, um, you know, might as well address that.
1: No, that's cool. I, yeah, I think a lot of people were disappointed because they were like, well, this means we're never going to get the character as she is in the comics appear in the show now. When you have, like, such a big character or, a, you know, a biggish character as a, a little cameo, it kind of makes you go, oh, well, we're you know, that character's never going to appear later. Um, you know, but we'll, we'll see. So... Uh, back to the meeting. <laughs> Ward is even more of a mess.
4: <laughs> Which is even better.
1: <laughs> he's imagining the guy's head on the table, <laughs> and he's freaking out. And his like eyes are like redder than the sun at this point. Um, mm-hmm. He's about to turn into Cyclops.
2: His eyes are so red.
1: Is, and this, uh,
2: is this like from his painkill pain, kill, pa- pain uh, pills, or is it from that one time? That one time he did the, the weird heroin or whatever it is.
1: I think it's both. He's in withdrawal from both, and he's kind of freaking out because he's... I, I think, think he's under a lot of stress.
2: Mm, <laughs> I think he get withdrawal symptoms from doing heroin once. I don't know. Uh, Well,
1: yeah. I mean, didn't they say that there is no withdrawal symptoms from that heroin anyway? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It must, yeah. So it must
1: be from I his know. pills. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing, is there's no withdrawal, there's no side effects. Uh, yeah. But he, he just... Runs off in the middle of the meeting and calls his pharmacist for a refill, um, and obviously they're like, nope. So he drives to the walking clinic. Oh,
4: he's so messed up. Oh,
1: Ward, I just want to I hug him. I love him, her, but
4: he's so messed up.
1: Ward, we need to have words. Uh, yeah, and slams his hand in the car door, and he gets like a, a comedic-sized bump on his hand. Like it's like I don't know. It just like I, I just imagine it to be red and throbbing, like with little lines coming out of it, like in a cartoon. <laughs>
2: He's like, it's not broken. I'm like, holy shit, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it is. It almost looked like the scene from the first uh, Abram's Star Trek movie with Kirk and his swollen It head. did! <laughs> yeah. But, like,
1: if he had played this a bit better, he would have got his tablets, you know. But it's just because yeah. he's like, oh, oh just no. give me, like, three or four tablets. And the nurse is like, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, <he's- clears throat>
4: He's terrible. You need to cloak your shit ward. Come on.
1: The come more down. messed
4: up ward is really, honestly, the more I love him. No, I don't know what yeah. it says about me. Because it's not the same with every character, but there's something about watching him fall apart that's so amazing. I just
1: He's just so much fun to watch. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, Joy finds him and she's like, no, yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, so then we go back to Colleen and Claire in the hospital, and this is when they, they realise that um, they haven't taken Radavan to be sorted they've they haven't checked him in they're obviously delivering him to the hand the woman that she talks to uh to find out the info her name is delicia like or delete delicia it's like felicia but with a d at the start instead delicia delicia never heard that name before um so then they go and see security cameraman to find out where he is colleen manages to take this guy out and then they run down the stairs and then claire quotes her boyfriend and gives us a sweet Christmas, and I think my my reaction to that when we were watching Rebecca was ooh ooh no, yeah,
5: I know because
1: it just reminds me that those two are a couple, and I don't like it. <laughs> were you happy to hear that, Matt? Which part? Where she says
2: sweet Christmas? Oh man, I kind of rolled my eyes.
4: <laughs> I did a little bit because like he's not he doesn't say it that often that you'd stop, and she hasn't spent enough time to him to really start picking it up. maybe he's on her mind because of Danny going on about the iron fist and the hand.
1: Who knows? It's just like, I don't know, it feels weird that she said it. It feels... It didn't feel natural, you know? No. I don't know. Um, And they find the ambulance empty, obviously, because it was a decoy! So, in the temple, uh, Li Kung is there, and they're talking about the final challenge, and this is when he says, Should you live, your formal self will be destroyed. Are you willing to kill Danny Rand so the iron fist may live? And this is when Danny meets friend of the show, David Sakurai, yeah.
5: <laughs> again.
1: Um, I love Scythe, this character he plays. I love that he's really cocky. He's just like, eh, yeah. you're not a warrior. When did the warrior get here? And that's pretty much what I told I told David. Uh, I love yeah. I love cocky villains. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> they are the best. Danny
4: kind of deserves it a bit.
5: So.
1: Um, what did you guys think of this fight? Because obviously it goes into good. the scaffolding. And they're doing different weapons, so, like, he's fighting with the spirit first, and then Scythe gets these twin blades, which are pretty sweet.
3: It was pretty, pretty, the choreography was in it, and it was fairly impressive. Um, I don't feel like any of the choreography in this has been on par with anything from Daredevil,
5: mm-hmm.
3: uh, but it's uh, it's entertaining. I like how Danny kind of just refuses to use the weapons, and mm-hmm. um, they just keep breaking on uh, <laughs> on the karaoke butcher. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it was. I don't know, average. At one at one point, I thought he took out a Klingon batlet. <laughs> it,
4: it did look about. It did look a little bit like a twin blade. I like that he breaks his weapon because he does that in the comic. I oh, was uh. nice nod to have what he does decide in the comic.
1: Yeah, because we've so. got. I mean, again, it's in the Easter eggs, but this is kind of cool because again, if, if you you'll hear this uh, uh, in the interview, with David Sakurai he said that this was like the first issue of iron fist he ever had I know, was we'll the one with scythe in and he ended up playing scythe which is pretty cool and mm. this was scythe appeared in the second ever appearance of iron fist yeah. um so and he's the villain he plays. it's got a quite a cool cover but i've i've not read the issue but you're saying that his weapon broke in the in the issue yeah the and he breaks it and then he
4: kind of like kind of gives in and goes oh no sorry <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of pathetic. It's not exactly like an amazing, but it's quite funny. The the most famous thing he does is break his weapon. Nice.
1: Awesome. Uh, And this is when Danny finally summons the Iron Fist. Um, And I love the moment as well where he's talking to Lee Kung, but he's fighting Scythe in slow motion at the same time. That was great. That was such a good shot.
2: Why can't you do that all the time? <laughs> just be like, never mind you, I'm busy right now. <laughs> <You> <laughs> on, on it's
1: not like he's got Zach Morris like time powers, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. He can just pause time.
2: It was a little um, bit of a Neo, a Neo in the Matrix moment. In the uh, yeah,
1: Matrix. it was a bit.
2: When he, when he awoke or whatever.
1: This seems to be as well where, where Madame Gao is finally like convinced and pleased that he is the Iron Fist. She's like, oh, he has She's the so light-up fist. She's so yeah. happy. I love it.
3: Do you think in this scene, Madam Gao can see him? Can see Lee, Lee Kun? Can see Lee Kun, because oh. there's there's a shot where she's talking to Danny, but she's looking to Danny's Danny's left, where Lee Kun is. Oh, really? And it looks like she can completely, like she's completely aware of what's going on.
1: Uh, I don't know, I didn't even think about that, because I just imagined he was in Danny's head. It's just him remembering what Lee Kun would have said to him, so that Lee Kung's not there.
3: Oh. and then that's like that's how i interpreted the rest of the episode but mm. when it got to the point i'm like i'm pretty sure she can see him
1: that's interesting because like i mean if she's been to Kunlun, we don't know exactly what her powers are and stuff so if it was that lincoln could like project himself into danny's mind or something then maybe she could see him i don't know i didn't even think about that
5: hmm uh
1: what was i gonna say so Danny punches Sive with the Iron Fist and Sive goes flying 300 miles oh. through this building. But he's still alive, see? He's totally coming back. He can survive the Iron Fist to the chest. He's a badass. He's coming back. Mm-hmm. Just like just like Jack Murdoch's going to come back and play ball flying Daredevil. <laughs> I'm still convinced. That was my prediction in episode two of season one of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, be just because I want these actors to come back. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. So, and then Gao tells him to withdraw from the duel and Sabina will be spared and he goes against what Lee-kun commands him because Lee-kun says to kill but Danny withdraws anyway. I love it. And Madam Gao is geeking out about meeting another Iron Fist. She's so happy. (laughs) You expect her to be like, oh my god, can we get a photo together? (laughs) Yeah,
4: like, oh my god, I love this. Why (laughs) is she
1: I don't know. I I don't um, know either. She's definitely very happy. Well, in um, the comics, if she is the Crane Mother, as people suggested, the Crane Mother did meet the previous Iron Fist, isn't that right?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Well,
4: yeah, and I mean, like, look, she's definitely got history there um, that she says that. I thought the interesting thing about the fight, just going back to it quickly, was mm-hmm. once Danny starts proper talking to Lake he he switches to fighting without thinking. Like, you see him kind of, like, harry stuff. Uh ah. like, not really paying attention, that's kind of... But, yeah, I mean, like, but but Madame Gao's very much like, oh, do you remember this tree in Kulun? And, like, yeah, and talks about having... I, you know, she actually says, like, I, I can't believe I've met another Iron Fist. Mm. So that, I think that's our first... That's our first confirmation in the show that it really is this, like, long tradition of them.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. That it's not... Because um, I think I said in one of the other episodes to confirm to, like... Matt and Mel and Tammy. That obviously he's called the Immortal Iron Fist, but that's not that he is an immortal. It's that it's an immortal line. Yeah,
5: oh,
4: and Danny specifically all. doesn't do doesn't take the uh, the he doesn't do the immortality thing either. So, mm. and in fact, there's a, there's actually a little short run within the Immortal Iron Fist where they change the title to the Mortal Iron Fist. Which nice. like, I love Marvel playing on titles like that, so it appealed to me a lot. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they established more of that that's sort of like what happens when when and if one dies. Mm. But she's you know, but she's sort of saying, why would you choose to leave heaven? And Danny doesn't really have a very good answer.
5: To <laughs> be honest. No,
1: well everyone's Which basically is... saying to him like you, you know, like when they were saying earlier, you're obviously not the Iron Fist because the Iron Fist is yeah. there to protect Kunlun. Guarding. and yeah, you should yeah, be protecting yeah. Kunlun. Why aren't you there? And you why done why did you leave in you're done <laughs> fucked up in some You're done fucked up. Fucked up, oh yeah. no well we don't we don't really know why at the moment i love when he says to like like madam gal appears and he says who are you and i just wanted her to be like a motherfucking madam gal because i <laughs> love her so much <laughs> oh, <laughs> recognize <that's very> cool. <laughs> i love madam Gao, like she's oh but she's so known, awesome
4: but it all kind of changes when she says about knowing his father yeah like what <laughs> what
1: so matt um, you're the only one who can predict this why yeah. do you think she knows his his daddy?
4: Uh, <laughs> all why, the all the pressure's on like, you oh, this
2: week because I'm the only one who doesn't. Yeah, wasn't
4: he doesn't seen watch the whole series.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe his dad was not a Boy Scout. Maybe he was in with the hand. Mm,
1: okay. Maybe. Uh, I'm not saying anything.
3: I don't even remember
5: what it is.
1: I don't remember that well either. You
5: know, but you know, <laughs> uh,
1: but, you know. Uh, this is when Gao uses the force to send um, him flying across the room. Yeah, which is kind of amazing. That's,
4: that's pretty amazing because I thought, is that our first time seeing her use anything quite like that?
1: Yeah, because the first time when she in the, in of when she you hit just, Matt, yeah, she actually made yeah. contact. In this, she yeah, doesn't. Yeah. She just flings him across the room with her mind. It's amazing. Um, The one bit of this episode I really was a bit uh, about is the delivery of this next bit where Danny is like chattering away to himself about winning when he's leaving. I think it's played really weird where he's kind of like, what was I supposed to do? Like like, she cheated, and blah, 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 and I was like, oh, yeah. that's weird, like the way it's delivered. It's
4: a little bit like... Because
1: it doesn't look like lot. he's talking to Lee to Lee Kung, because Sabine is like, who the hell are you talking to? And he's meant to yeah. be talking to Lee Kung, but he's not, he's kind of chattering to himself.
2: Weren't people kind of noticing he was talking to nobody the whole episode, though?
4: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, Claire did, and yeah.
2: Like, a lot of the time, people talking to their invisible mentors aren't actually saying anything out loud
5: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah is. true he, he does
1: and he kind of asks himself question. yeah it's very strange and Lee Kung turns his back on Danny and I was like oh,
5: no I'm
1: very upset uh, and then they leave and the magic doors close again and that's the end of the episode but he saves Sabina hooray yes you know so there's that
4: and we're, we're left with a few more questions a few
1: yeah. answers
4: a few answers you know, more questions much more questions yeah
1: uh, I don't know how many Easter eggs are left, guys, because I think uh, Rebecca gobbled up most of them, oh, yeah. uh, and Matt gobbled up one. I think earlier, but there are a I'm few not... left. Would you like your 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 Easter eggs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So the Bride of Nine Spiders um, first appeared in Immortal Iron Fist number no. eight in two thousand and seven. She is the immortal weapon of one of the um, the seven capitals and the one that she is the the live the immortal weapon of is the kingdom of spiders in nepal my least favorite holiday destination
5: <laughs> uh,
1: and there's also a fun little bit of trivia about um, the bride of nine spiders it which lauren weeks tweeted about and i was half asleep so i didn't actually uh, get this but the guys over at defenders tv podcast picked up on this quickly and i was like they're way too awake for the time of the morning it was. Uh, Lauren Weeks uh, posted a photo of the <clears throat> the door to the entomology lab that she's in earlier in the episode. And it says entomology lab. And then it's got the following. It's B-09-S. And obviously B-09.S yeah. S is Bride of Nine Spiders, which is like a really cool little detail in the set design. Yeah. So shout out to Lauren Weeks for that. Uh, and then last bit of trivia is uh, that... The guy that played uh, Lee Kung is uh, Hoon Lee. And he was uh, Splinter in the 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. And also the earlier video games. So I was like, oh, I can imagine him being like, Leonardo, fear leads to death. (laughs) And all this. Stop eating pizza. Don't eat pizza. He's got like such a great voice. And I was like, I can imagine him totally being Splinter. Yeah, me too. Much better than, who was the Splinter in the new films? Tony Shalhoub?
2: Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best the best Splinter is from the from that anim- animated uh, 3D animated Ninja Turtles uh, uh Mako. Oh, really? Yeah, Mako. He also he was in um, Avatar the Last Airbender as well. Yeah. I cartoons. didn't know he played. it he was I really I
1: would say that the best Splinter is the Splinter from the live stage show that they did of the Turtles where he has a song about skipping stones. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of amazing <laughs> it's just splinter being oh. like i'm skipping stones and he's singing like uh joe joe cocker or something it's so weird yeah that's my favorite splinter <laughs> uh so that's your easter eggs guys i hope you're nice and full don't wanna overdo it <laughs> i think i killed you with easter eggs right now it's time for quotes uh i'm gonna throw our guests under the bus so rebecca do you want to go first do you have any quotes from this episode
4: I had the fastest donkey cart in Kunlun too. Nice,
1: I had that one as well.
4: Yes, finally, Oh, the
1: fastest donkey cart. I
4: know, bless
1: him. Oh, I can imagine him speeding down the mountain with his donkey cart with Davos. <laughs> That's how he
4: learned
1: to drive, obviously. Obviously, Matt. Have you got any quotes, Matt or Andrew? You're one person.
3: The donkey cart is thing in Marvel cart.
5: Oh, it could be. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <Our> <laughs> doggy
1: card. oh i want this to happen so much
5: <laughs>
1: this would be so good right someone needs someone out there design marvel club please please oh
2: it's <laughs> so good we'll sell oh. you that idea marvel
1: <laughs> yeah for all the money i have mm-hmm. a quote which is uh between claire and danny which is, so you're saying I have, more, I have more experience fighting the hand than you do? Well, if you want to <laughs> get technical about it.
2: That made me laugh. It's pretty sad. It's
1: true. <laughs> uh, I just,
2: just prepare to disappoint your master.
1: Oh, ah, that was good. I think I had one more. Oh, yeah, it's just the, would you like to choose a weapon? I am the weapon. Wow!
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great cool is that all the
2: quotes um
4: let me have a look well there was uh i like the the other one the only one i like from claire was the more you talk the weirder this gets yes (laughs) does
1: claire know that he has powers yet has she seen him do the iron
4: fist well no but she seems to be treating him as if he might so
1: yeah because as far as she knows he's just a guy who knows kung fu
3: yeah. I think she's accustomed to it from everyone else she's encountered. <laughs> that's why it's she
1: has like, uh, That's no why she's mind not mind. tried to sleep with him yet. Yeah, she only sleeps she with people who sleep. have superpowers. I'm such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Everyone has powers. She goes to the grocery store. The cashier has powers. <laughs> the guy that comes and stalls the cable, he has powers. <laughs>
4: I, th- I think she's just like, oh, if he demonstrates powers, I've got to start, you know, like chasing him.
1: Yeah. She's going to have a fling with Jessica Jones. That would be really hot, actually. So I don't mind if that happens. Because <laughs> she's like, well, Jessica's got pals. Um, so now it is time for our feedback. Uh, do you, one of you guys want to read an email? Actually, we have we have three. Uh, Matt, I'm going to send the first one to you because it's from Nutty and it's a glossary that's all about pronunciation for martial arts terms. Uh, okay. So you can do
2: that one. <laughs> If there's Chinese in there, I'm gonna fail. Uh, I
1: don't know if there is. I don't think there is. She's spelled everything phonetically as well, which is very cool of her. So we, I think it's. Uh, she sent this because we are basically terrible at pronouncing all these martial arts terms. She's like, ah. So she sent I've us how to pronounce Japanese,
2: it. But Not Chinese, but Chinese. Yeah,
1: I, I am not good at either.
2: There you go. Uh, this is from Nutty. Uh, so I'm hearing that I use words that are unfamiliar in my feedback. So hopefully I can explain. Iaido, the Japanese martial art of cutting, it's purely purely work with a katana, Ah. uh, a sword, and it has a lot to do with unsheathing and sheathing the sword. They are really into tradition manners and are kind of upper class. You've likely heard of seppuku, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the ritual suicide that one does to erase dishonor from a family. Iaido is about being the second who finishes off the job. I mean, there are other things, but that is the thing that most people know about. This is often practiced with steel blades, not wood. wood wow. is uh, being somebody second is, like, first they disembowel themselves by yeah. like, cutting, cutting across their, their belly and then up a little bit. And then as they're agonizing, their second cuts off their head. Um, Why don't just just chop off the head and make it painless? <laughs> well, the, the pain is part of their punishment. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, they have to show the, the the mental and physical fortitude to be able to stab themselves and drag Ooh. that across their belly and then up. <laughs> <You know>. oh. <laughs> then they're allowed to be put out of their misery. <laughs> uh, Kendo is a Japanese martial art focused in using the sword. In Kendo, you do a lot of actually hitting and use practice swords and wear protective gear because you will get hit and will hit others. Face masks, everything. Ooh. Shinai This is a practice sword made of bamboo bound together, so when it hits, it hurts hurts a lot and has impact like a real sword might. This is often used in kendo practice, which is why they need protective gear. Boken. uh, This is a wooden sword also for practice, but not meant to hit others with. Unlike a shinai, it will break if used on hard surfaces like protective gear and helmets. Often, if you are practicing cutting with these, you will aim for a shinai because those can take the force, whereas mm. the Bokken can split and splinter easily.
1: Splinter!
2: Sensei... <laughs> Sensei is a teacher in Japanese martial arts, what, what Colleen is. Shifu is a teacher in Chinese martial arts, what Danny calls his master. These both mean master and or teacher. Ah. That's all I can think of for now. You don't have to read this on air. It's just info.
1: I wanted to read it on air because it's interesting. <laughs>
2: cool thanks for
1: that nazi that's awesome yeah because i wondered like i wondered if shifu was like um like a specific title i didn't know if that just you know i didn't realize that just meant teacher as well
2: arigato gozaimasu
1: Mm. (laughs) uh domo arigato mr roboto
3: i had a japanese roommate when i was in university and anytime she sat down she'd always say origato in this little prayer before she eats Oh, I'd always be like Mr. Roboto <laughs> and then she's like why is it whenever I say origato someone always says Mr. Robot <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Akiko come watch YouTube with me for
1: a moment <laughs> it's terrible I studied Japanese for like a, like several months when I just wanted to learn it and it's just gone. It's gone from my mind. It's like been filled up with useless trivia about movies and stuff.
5: <laughs> it's
1: terrible. Like I met a, a lady came into my work the other day who was Japanese and she was <laughs> chatting. And I was just thinking, I literally cannot. I remember like three words. It's awful. So terrible. Us English is so we lazy normal, in learning languages.
5: Robot, robot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Domo Rogato, Mr. Roboto. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so we have another email from Nutty which is for this specific episode. Does anyone else want to read? I don't mind reading. I'll read it. I'll read it. Then. Okay, so this is from Nutty. Joy, why would you try to ignore signs of drug use in your brother? I'm sorry, but that bothered me. As someone who has who has as someone who has siblings with self-destructive behavior, when I see signs, I don't ignore them. I confront Ignoring signs is how you get dead siblings and you think considering Ward is the only family she has left outside of Danny now, she'd want to protect him from himself. Making him toss pills in a trash can in his own office isn't enough. I was thinking that as well. I was like, he's just going to take them out of the the trash when you leave the office, Joy. Which is what he should have done. Uh, Making you take the pills away yourself at the very least. At least she followed him when he was jonesing for a hit later. She had better be checking him into rehab. I love Ward going with Danny to check out warehouses, but we all knew Danny was never going to that meeting. Ward wasn't able to deal with seeing what he saw. Hopefully he'll trust Danny's judgment when it comes to this stuff. But if he's in rehab, that won't be helpful, will it? Hmm. Danny bought Colleen's building. Really? That was last episode uh Hmm. jackass i know he's trying to help but doing the opposite of what someone asks you is the opposite of empowering and helpful why colleen continues to help him is beyond me though the moment with the chemist her response to him then why did you leave makes me think there is a much better story in her backstory
2: um also yeah that's another note i had i'm like he thinks you're his daughter you could say anything he's dying just say you know say uh or no, he says, do you hate me? And she's yeah. like, why did you leave? I'm like, he's dying. Yeah.
4: Like, no, don't
1: make don't him feel you. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Say Lovely. anything. Yeah.
2: She was
4: really was uncomfortable like, like, with that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was, like, really trying to get away from him.
2: And then she straight up role-played his daughter. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's uncomfortable she in this whole episode.
3: And been like, Domo <laughs> <And> Mr. <Roberto. laughs> <sighs> yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, I think Colleen is still helping Danny because she... She wants to de-virginise that, that puppy, unfortunately. She's like, oh, he's cute and a virgin? Mm. Uh, no, I think she's... I don't know. Like, at this point, I think she finds him intriguing and attractive, I guess. Uh, going back to Nutty's email. First three rounds were kind of cool and cringeworthy at the same time. Some good stuff and some bad stuff. Like the spider dominatrix. Really... Danny talking to his Shifu. Is that flashbacks and hallucinations or is he connected to him somehow? Does he have a Skype call into Kunlun? <laughs> I don't, they would probably have an amazing Skype connection. They would have to. Uh, Madam Gail says she always wanted to meet another Iron Fist and that she was in Kunlun. She is or was an Iron Fist. I'm convinced and that might make her even cooler. I love her so much. <gasps> Imagine if she was an Iron Fist. That
5: would be cool.
1: That would be awesome. Also, she pronounces Kunlun differently than Danny. I think her way is correct. Tech <laughs> and I have figured out a way to hand wave everything that doesn't make sense. That's not the Kunlun way. Anytime something doesn't work, it's not the Kunlun way. Okay, moving on. Claire lose the chemist. Oh, Claire... I think they should be Claire lost the chemist. Claire... Not Claire lose the chemist. as like, eh, don't worry about him. Claire lost the chemist and it took her a while to figure that out too. Oh, well... So is the reason she used a credit card Danny's black card so that she can find it on the chemist's chest when he is brought into the hospital? So whoever has him now knows that Danny had him before. Best line, that incredible green guy, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. That's interesting, actually. So, yeah, if they take him to the hospital, they'll be like, why do you have Danny Rand's credit (laughs) card taped to your...
4: Hey, gaping that, that's chest the wound. Thing for my treatment. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Cheers.
4: <laughs>
1: Thank you, Nutty. Um they don't have
3: healthcare in the States. They need that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh, we have a very, very short email from Sedna, uh, which I'll read. Gah! Put my size five and a half in my big fat gob again. Spectacularly ill timed rant, adding nothing to the debate. I bet Connor is fucking sick of defending his fave. Sorry, I stand by every word though. If you can't say anything nice, etc. See you for the Defenders. Ah, I'm on holiday the day it comes out. What the fuck? I never go on holiday. Love, Sedna. (laughs) Sedna, there is no problem with you ranting about Iron Fist last week. We love hearing from you, and all all thoughts on the show are welcome.
5: Yeah.
1: Exactly. But you're wrong. Anyway, no. (laughs) Cool. I'm glad you're having a holiday as well, Sedna. It's well-earned after all your feedback to us.
4: So that was yeah, our feedback. And you, you'll have something nice to come back to with the defenders, hopefully.
1: Oh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, so, yeah, that was the feedback for this week. Now it is time to rate this episode. Um, Matt, you can go first, unusually.
5: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm throw you under the bus this time. <laughs> under the donkey cart. <laughs>
2: um, I liked the little tournament. I always love a good martial arts tournament. I wasn't a big fan of him talking to his mentor. Um... Seen that a million times and it's never really great. Uh, I love Ward and I hated all the stuff with um, Claire and uh, Colleen. I just wanted Colleen to go with Danny. I'm like, you're his sidekick. Why aren't you going with him everywhere? Um, I'll give it a 8 out of 10 plagiaristic spider ladies. <laughs> okay, cool.
3: Uh, Andrew, do you want to go next? Sure. Um, I overall I like the episode. Um, again the the martial arts in it. Um they're not at the level of Daredevil. Uh, I think it's a different style. I like it. Um yeah, I kinda I just I wanna see more Colleen and Danny together. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um I think Colleen's so hot too. (laughs) Um yeah, I, I like the episode. Um I thought this was one of the better episodes in the in the season again. I've seen them all. Um I don't think it deserves being shit on like the critics did mm-hmm. um, and I uh, gave it the same score as Matt uh, I give it uh, 8 uh, bloody karaoke machines out of 10 <laughs>
4: <laughs> cool uh, Rebecca uh, yeah I think I'd go with consensus here I think um, I think it's I think it is a good episode it was needed at this time in the series to show mm-hmm. that there was more of the mystery side to show a bit more of Madame Gowers to give us a little bit more of, of what Danny was made into in Kunlun um, because we spent a lot of time in the boardroom and, and establishing relationships and stuff like that. Um, I love having Le Kung in there. I thought the talking to the mental thing was a bit weak, but um, I liked seeing him because he's like one of my faves. So what can I say? Um, so eight out of ten for me as well. I mean, I think there's episodes I like more, um, but this one came at the right time, had good pacing. Um, yeah the fights could have been better there were bits i didn't like about them but it was still sort of the best we had so far and then gave you this kind of interesting sense of oh what's going to happen now Mm -hmm. you know which you didn't necessarily have at the end of of plenty of the other episodes
1: yeah definitely um i yeah i would agree i think we needed this episode now i i love the stuff with the the fights um Apart from Danny's weird talking to himself at the end, really annoys me. Um, I just thought it was kind of badly delivered. Um, but I love the rest of the fight stuff. Um, I love Madame Gal. I want to be Madame Gal when I'm an elderly lady, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I loved all the stuff with Ward. I, the only stuff I didn't like was Colleen and Claire, as you can tell, because I didn't have many notes for that, because I was just like, and this guy's still dying, oh well, whatever. Um, I just found it a bit a bit boring, I wish Colleen was doing something more interesting, although I did find her scenes a bit more interesting to watch in this episode the second time round, after having seen the full series. It was kind of interesting watching um, mm-hmm. her reactions to certain things, that's all I'll say. Um So, I'm going to give it an 8 as well. I'll give it 8 out of 10... M.O.D.O.C. Freemans. (laughs) And that's going to give this episode an average, surprisingly, of (laughs) 8. Hooray. Hey. Cool. We could all have worked
4: that one
1: out. We could have worked that out. I even did it in the calculator, though, (laughs) because... Bless. My maths are so bad. (laughs) My maths uh yeah so that was that episode guys thank you so much for guesting um andrew i'm gonna go to you first do you want to uh tell the listeners again where people can hear you when you're when you're not on this episode
5: uh
3: matt and i host a podcast about a pretty niche video game called shenmue um
1: <laughs> what is shenmue? shenmue i don't actually know so you can explain it if you want
3: shenmue was the shenmue one and two uh they were uh, originally re- released on the Sega dreamcast back in like 2000-ish. Um, every year, Matt and I clamored at the big video game press conference uh, that they'd announced the third one. The second one ended on a uh, cliffhanger ending. And in uh, 2015, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they announced out of nowhere Shenmue 3 through Kickstarter. Oh, wow. Uh, and Matt and I had a chance encounter in a grocery store. Um, we, we had gone to high school together, but... Um,
2: we didn't talk. We didn't really talk. Did you like your
1: uh, your hands both reach for the same watermelon
2: and they
3: touched, <laughs> and <laughs> then it was magic. He
2: saw, me, he saw me wearing my Shenmue jacket. He had a
3: Shenmue nice. jacket, and Matt and my wife worked together. So, um, I and again I say this a lot. There isn't a lot of things I would change in my life. If I could have a time machine, I would go back to that grocery store and I would say. Something from Shenmue, because I knew it would have made his day. <laughs> I, only
2: wore, I only wore the jacket so people would notice it. Nobody ever does. Oh, uh, Somebody did, and he never said anything until like he got his wife to tell me later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, through this random grocery store connection, uh, Matt and I have started a podcast. Uh, we're 13 episodes in. Um, it's called the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash AM 2 podcast ShenmueAM2Podcast on iTunes, Shenmu AM 2 pod on the Twitters, uh, AM 2 podcast at gmail.com. Um, we, I'm not time-sensitive, but we do have a, a couple of big things lined up, uh, mm-hmm. interviews-wise, um, and we uh got a big our predictions for the third game episode coming up. I'll be a recording <laughs> soon if I live. If Matt lives,
1: <laughs> you must live, Matt. You must live. You've got so much to live for. Also,
3: awesome. <laughs> you have the podcasting equipment, so mm-hmm. you got to live. Yeah,
1: <laughs> mm, you got to live for that. And you got you got like twelve other podcasts as well, Matt. You got to
2: live for. True. Yeah. Yeah. Twins in less than a month. Yay! Yay! Boom. I'm excited.
4: <laughs> I'm very excited.
2: Why haven't we had a trailer yet? Because they want to save it all for the premiere. I hope they do save it. No, Definitely. Yeah, premiere. that's true. People will watch it. Uh, when are you
1: starting up? Are you doing a, a episode before the show starts, or are you just going into it after?
2: I don't think we are. We already did like a series review and everything. That's so. true.
1: Yeah. Cool. You just have to <laughs> remind people of the uh, the many theories that you have. Yeah. Uh, basically,
2: basically, Hawk does all the work. That's the only. Thing
1: it, Hawk need. totally does all the work. Come on, and I'm sure he'll be doing all the work when the show comes back. <laughs> Matt,
3: Matt got me to watch Twin Peaks, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, the second season's a little draggy, but uh, yeah, Hawk does all the work. He does now that you mention it.
1: and and harry truman is a monster who zips up his flies once he leaves the toilets and so he's just standing in the sheriff's station zipping his flies up hey harry you're a monster (laughs) you should not be sheriff cool uh rebecca where can people hear you because you actually have a podcast now as well
4: well i
1: when you're not guesting on this this podcast which you do like
4: like connor kind of pointed out i i a stand in for the immortal iron with sons of the dragon podcast um, but essentially, that's meant that I'm on quite a lot because we have one Australian and one American and, and now a Brit, and timetabling is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, there's quite often times when we can't all make it. So, um, yeah, so anytime two of us can get together, so I, I've become part of that little. And it, it's looking more of the comics, the Iron Fist comics, than like I think Connor said, we ended one show on the, the, the TV show. So it's looking at the current run, and mm-hmm. we went back to the beginning and went from sort of well, they, the guys, from Marvel Premiere onwards. I've nice. sort of jumped in for a couple of other ones, and we've done. I think Connor's done a couple of. We've done a few on like random comics, but it's looking. I don't know what we're doing next. We're, at some point, we're doing. I think the next, the next old run. Nice. That's cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I
1: need to listen to all of these. I keep meaning to, and I still <laughs> so haven't. There's a yet. lot of
4: them, but yeah.
1: I have so many podcasts to listen to I know, well. I'm getting like that as
4: well podcasts
1: are... <laughs> And I've just had a few more um, Recommended to me, also recommendation to people Including you guys If you want a podcast to listen to Listen to My Dad Wrote a Porno Because it's hilarious oh. It's this guy who basically, his six year old dad Wrote a, wrote his own erotic fiction And got it published, self-published wow. awesome. And uh, they him, uh, the son and two friends Read a chapter a week and discuss it And it's amazing <laughs> Lots of talk about plunging breasts and things. It's <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Uh, cool, and you can also hear me on uh, Calavici Fashion Cast, um, where we talk about quantum leap fashions and it's a good time. However, we will have to be taking some time off of that. This apparently soon because X Files uh, is coming back. <laughs> I know, and we did all discuss myself and my co-host that well maybe we could you know not cover not go back to x-files not give up the the joy that is talking about quantum leap to go back to the horror of talking about x-files but no we are okay. completists and we'll do it yeah. so i'm not looking forward to that because
5: yeah,
1: so <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> um but i feel like i've i've actually survived something now having podcast about all of the x files <laughs> <laughs> Some
5: sort
1: of um andrew it is custom for our guests to take us out within excelsior rebecca has done it before would you like to take us out with an Excelsior? Saying the
5: word Excelsior?
3: In
1: whichever way you like. Your your best Stanley Excelsior. Uh,
3: I don't know if I want to do a Stanley one. I might do another voice. Go Which voice? <laughs> I don't do a good Morgan Freeman, though. Uh, we'll just. Excelsior!
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. Now we're all going to jump on our donkey cart and get out of here. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> donkey <laughs>
5: cart.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenderspodcast or on Twitter at Defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 unported international licence. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it, you can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!